This is a Triple M Footy podcast. With all the latest news and stories that matter right now in footy, it's Tom Brown's News. Winter's over and spring has sprung, which can only mean one thing, finals footy. Our man Tom Brown is on the ground up in Brisbane ahead of the Lions taking on Richmond tonight at the Gabba. And Tommy, what's making news up there today? Good afternoon, Rudy. It's warm in Brisbane. There's a finals feeling in the air. There's also a finals feeling on the ground because there's plenty of Tigers fans at the airport and up here see what could be an absolutely intriguing final and situation tonight at the Gabba. It's massively, massively exciting. Their finals record, Brisbane, sketchy under Chris Fagan, one and five, keeping in mind throughout those three seasons they've had the double chance. And as to Richmond, well, they're really going as part of this year for four flags. They're a highly touted team outside the top four. We're about to find out how much juice they've got left in the tank tonight. An intriguing, intriguing situation for all sorts of reasons, including, obviously, now this Dustin Martin situation. Just from a factual perspective, there's a video, which a lot of our audience might have seen online now, or bits of it on the internet concerning Martin. It's my understanding it dates back to 2017 or 2018. I asked Damien Harbick about the existence of the video yesterday. He wasn't aware of it. I put it to Richmond at that point, and they're obviously doing some preliminary investigations I don't have any comment or news on the video as yet, simply because I think we need to know more facts, when it was, whether it was at a Richmond function, whether the um, professional involved, the dancer, for example, had been employed at a Richmond function, whether it was a player's function, whether it was consensual, um, and all those types of issues. Obviously, the AFL will be worried about it, from certainly from an optics and uh, standards perspective, and I understand that the uh, Gil McLaughlin will address um, some issues surrounding the video, um, when he comes up to Brisbane today. I think we'll hear from Gil on the news tonight in that regard. Obviously, the AFL's got a huge investment in things like women's football and those types of issues and uh, and areas. And I'm sure, just from an optics perspective, on the eve of the finals, you know, the timing of this video is bad. There's also the Jordan Dugowie precedent. Um, Dugowie was heavily criticised. And in some factions, you know, people called for him to lose his job uh, in regards to, you could say, loosely similar type of conduct. So all those issues will play out in coming days. For the moment, Dustin has got a game to prepare for tonight. He sizzled during training yesterday. He looks fit. Damien Harvey commenting that he's about 80% on an overall basis. They would have liked to put an extra couple of weeks into him. The backlay, of course, of this issue also is that there certainly is uncertainty surrounding Dusty at Richmond beyond this year. There's certainly a degree of it. Ralph Carey's manager, I think, is due to come up to the game tonight. He's got two years to run on his contract and looks like he'll stay at Richmond there's that sort of question mark lingering around tonight as well. So it's a massively, massively intriguing night on account of the game itself. Obviously, the Dustin Martin issue and news issue in the build-up, which I think we'll get further facts on post-game. I don't think Richmond will comment on it extensively today. Then, of course, there's Dusty's future and whether he'll seek a trade or whether he'll stay at Richmond and all sorts of issues as well. So that'll all play out. But a massive, massive game tonight. The Saturday Rub, Friday Huddle, Sunday Rub, Midweek Rub, Tom Brown's News and all the footy podcasts you need are in one place. Subscribe to Triple M Footy on the Listener app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Essendon coaching situation continues to bubble away in the background. They formed their subcommittee to look for a coach last Friday. It's been reported this week and I've also been in contact with some sources that Ross Lyon hasn't at least officially been contacted in regards to that role yet. This was Ross Lyon's comment on potential interest from Essendon on Footy Classified last night. Look, I'm not going to comment and get caught into the vortex. Um, no, no, I, know, I didn't want to ask you about the jobs around just... me, but yep. well, there's been a lot of generous words. Uh, anyone that goes in needs to understand what, what support they get and really that due diligence piece. So it's been generous. I spoke last week. Uh, I'm, I'm very cautious. And what I'd say, have any of you guys ever been in the position where you, you just can't really answer 
a question in a definitive a, a yes or no because I'm seeing it as a media commentator but it's a it's all swirling around and and that's where I see it it's 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 generous and but it's a bit confusing to be honest so that was Ross Lyon last night. In summary, at this stage, it doesn't sound like he's been contacted by Essendon subcommittee. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens in the near future, keeping in mind, of course, that this subcommittee has only been formed now for the best part of four or five days. So you'd think that Ross would be on their shortlist. I think Essendon's intent on running a process, they've been criticised previously for not running a proper process. And I guess the first part of that process is to identify all the respective candidates and then approach them. So I don't think Essendon should be criticised just yet, but you think Rich, you think that uh, Ross Lyon would be at the top of their shopping list eventually, but at this stage, they haven't contacted Ross. This is Tom Brown's News, bringing you the latest in footy every Monday, Thursday and Friday. Here at first on Listener. Certainly for the 10 clubs outside the eight, and even for the sides inside the eight, trade news continues. Uh, Mitch Cleary last night reported that Tom Mitchell at Hawthorne, potentially wants a trade. Collingwood has been linked to interest in Mitchell. In terms of other players at the moment, Brad Hill was due to meet with his manager, or certainly have a discussion with his manager, Colin Young, yesterday concerning his situation at St Kilda. St Kilda's official position, uh, from my sources there, is they're certainly not asking Hill to be traded. But I think it's a widely accepted fact now that St Kilda, I think, in the background, would potentially be interested should a suitable party, i.e. North Melbourne or another club, express interest in Hill. He's on quite a bit of money, up to eight or $900,000 in St Kilda, so that would obviously be one complicating factor of the deal. So at least officially, St Kilda don't want to part company with Brad Hill. Having said that, I think if a club was to come to St Kilda and express interest, then uh, perhaps there would be discussions in that regard during trade period. I think Dunkley continues to be linked to strong interest from Port Adelaide, up to a five-year deal. That's Dunkley's decision over coming weeks. Port Adelaide also strongly linked now to Willie Rioli as well. So that's sort of a trade snapshot in terms of what's going on. Obviously, there'll be a lot of discussion concerning Jordan Dugowie in coming weeks. That'll be Collingwood's decision. And I think there'll be a big, I think a big bearing on Dugowie's future, I guess, will be how he fares over the finals. He's got a huge opportunity. And I think his finals performances will definitely shape Collingwood's view, from my opinion, and trade sources, um, going forward on what they do with him. So it's going to be an important three weeks for Jordan Dugowie. Bringing you the latest in footy news before you hear it anywhere else. This is Tom Brown's News. And just finally, don't forget to join our podcast tomorrow. We'll have all the fallout from tonight, and I'm sure there'll be huge fallout from tonight either way. We'll also have the latest from Melbourne. Simon Goodwin's got gastro today, as has Michael Hibbert, so we'll know more about their uh, situation tomorrow. Melbourne have basically given assurance that both will be okay. And I should have mentioned just off the top as well, Darcy Wilmot's a magnificent story from Brisbane side. He'll make his finals debut for the Lions. His dad played for Collingwood, which is an incidental fact. Unfortunately, his dad passed away when he was young, and he'll wear his dad's number 44 playing for the Lions tonight, Darcy Wilmot. Imagine getting a call-up in a final. It's an incredible story in itself. Well, tonight's going to answer lots and lots of questions, including Richmond's finals credentials, whether Brisbane are serious, serious contenders, We'll see how Dusty performs as well under well, a fair bit of pressure, obviously, with his big news story bubbling away in the background as well. Thanks so much for joining us on my Triple M podcast. Triple M rocks football. We'll have all the latest in terms of the coverage tonight and back with my podcast tomorrow. That was Tom Brown's news. Come back every Monday, Thursday and Friday for more and subscribe to Triple M footy on Listener or wherever you listen to get all our podcasts throughout the season. For Ream Hot Water and McDonald's, Triple M rocks footy.